0: All you need to know: the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning, and happy Monday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint, and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 11th of January. Here's everything that you need to know. First, India reported just under 18,650 fresh cases of COVID-19 in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. And with recoveries still outpacing the rise in cases, active cases have now fallen to 2.23 lakh. Now markets will probably take heart at the start of the new week from the announcement of the date of the start of India's inoculation drive. The country will launch its COVID-19 vaccination drive from the 16th of January in what Prime Minister Narendra Modi has called the world's largest inoculation program with priority to be given to nearly three crore healthcare and frontline workers. Now, you've probably already heard this. It's been doing the rounds. A 42-year-old man who had taken part in the trial of Covaxin, which is the indigenous coronavirus vaccine developed by Bharat Biotech, died nine days later in Bhopal. While doctors suspect that poisoning could be the case, Bharat Biotech said in a statement that preliminary reviews indicate that the death was unrelated to the vaccine trial. To be clear, it is unknown if the man was administered with the actual vaccine or the placebo. Yesterday, the central government said COWIN, which is an online platform for monitoring the delivery of the COVID-19 vaccine, would form the foundation of the inoculation drive. In the other top news, Union Minister Nitin Gadkari has alleged that big players in the steel and the cement industry are indulging in cartelization to hike prices. He called for the installation of a regulator for both sectors. Gadkari said it would be difficult to achieve Prime Minister Narendra Modi's dream of making India a $5 trillion economy if steel and cement prices kept going up. Now, currency in circulation rose in the country in the first nine months of the ongoing financial year as people preferred holding on to cash as a precautionary measure amid the uncertainty caused due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Currency in circulation grew 13.2% to 27.7 lakh crore as on the 1st of January this year from March 31st a year ago, according to a recent data released by the Reserve Bank of India. Watch out later this week for retail inflation data here in India. CPI inflation, which is due tomorrow, is expected to come in at 5%, which will finally bring it back into the target range of 2% to 6%. In international markets, two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were trading, and they were mixed. US indices futures are pointing to a muted start to the trading week. And with that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormus, how are we looking this Monday morning?
1: Good morning to you Alex and to those tuned in. We are back after the weekend and the earnings season has begun too. The Sensex will begin the new week on the back of 10 straight weekly advances, the longest stretch since 2009. Foreign inflows on Friday were the highest in over a month, coming in at over 6,000 crore rupees. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty are indicating another positive start to today's session. The index trades 75 points higher, around the mark of 14,450 So what specific stocks do we have in store today? I'll start off with earnings and what a quarter it was for TCS. The IT major reported its best third quarter growth in 9 years. The company surpassed analyst estimates on most parameters and also guided for a double digit revenue growth in FY22, something that it normally does not do, is, give guidance. It was aided by a strong momentum in new deal wins, which stood at close to 7 billion dollars for the quarter. Brokerage firm Goldman Sachs has raised its price target on the stock to Rs 3626 rupees from the earlier Rs 3394 rupees stating that it will be a key beneficiary of the current wave of IT outsourcing and cloud migration it has also announced an interim dividend of Rs 6 rupees a share Avenue Supermart says that the overall sales and sales mix is now trending very close to usual times except for specific customer consumption changes for COVID-19. The retail store chain reported an 11% and 16% year-on-year growth in its revenue and net profit respectively for the October to December period. Margins expanded 30 basis points to 9.1%. MD and CEO Neville Norona said that apparel, laundry, footwear, travel and other such relevant out-of-home usage categories are taking more time to recover. He also said that two years and older stores did close to 96% of December 2019 sales. Moving on from earnings. Post a failed delisting process and after acquiring shares in the open market through bulk deals, Vedanta's promoters have now launched a voluntary open offer to acquire up to 10% stake in the company. The parent has offered to buy up to 37 crore shares from public shareholders at 160 rupees apiece. The offer price is a discount of around 10.5 to 11% to Friday's closing price. A successful completion of this process will cost the promoters 5,948 crore. The parent company only in December had acquired 5% stake to take its overall holding in the company to 55%. Tata Steel and its units said that sales volumes were constrained in the third quarter owing to lower operating inventories and COVID-19 impact in many parts of Europe. I'll first talk about the parent Tata Steel. Production volumes for the India business rose 3% while delivery volumes were down 4% from last year. Delivery volumes for Europe were down 10% year on year. However, on a quarter on quarter basis, the automotive and special product segment deliveries rose 48%. B2C brands like Tata Shakti and Tata Tiscon achieved best ever quarterly sales. Lastly, revenue earned through Asiana, which is their online platform for individual home builders, more than doubled from last year to Rs. 222 crore rupees. Now, despite maintenance shutdowns, Tata Steel Long Products said that it has managed to achieve its highest ever quarterly crude steel production, owing to de-bottlenecking. Deliveries fell 10% from the previous quarter, but were up 2% from last year. Rolled product steel sales were the best ever, as were sales of alloy wire rods, which rose 17% and 26% respectively on a sequential basis. Some more business updates, Equitas Small Finance Bank has reported a 19% year on year growth in gross advances for the October to December period at 17,385 crore rupees. The quarter on quarter growth for advances stood at 4%. Deposits rose 51% from last year and 23% from the previous quarter to 15,862 crore rupees, while CASA ratio remained unchanged at 25% from the previous quarter. Also watch for Apollo Microsystems which has received an order worth close to 50 crore rupees from Bharat Electronics. The order also has a repeat clause for a maximum of 120% of the total units ordered originally. The stock on Friday had ended with gains of close to 6% speaking of order wins kc international 2 has won orders for various businesses ranging from the railways to its tnd business among others the orders are valued at 1024 crore rupees so keep a watch out on this stock It'll be interesting to see whether the markets continue to make new highs, given that the Sensex is now only 1,200 points away from the 50,000 mark, while the Nifty Bank is around 300 points from a record high of its own. With that, I wish you a safe day
0: ahead, and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz, and thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.